podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Now serving B24 at DMV window number 7. Okay, Jim, we're next in line. Perfect, Jim. Things are going very smoothly. You remember the cell phone bill? Yes, and the birth certificate. Nice. We'll have a real ID in no time. That's right. Ready to fly to Carla's graduation and then the big game. Real great work, Jim. You too, Jim. Excuse me, are you talking to yourself? Now serving B25 at window number 10. That's our cue, Jim. Excuse us. Talk yourself into Real ID readiness by May 3rd, 2023. Make a plan at dhs.gov slash Real ID. People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Fatback Four Daily. It's Friday night, it's the day before a game. Everyone's, I think it is a little bit nervous, but we'll see how we get on. Uh, this show, of course, is brought to you by Paddy Power. Paddy Power is a bookies a website and app. If you gamble, gamble responsibly and do so with Paddy Power if you get the chance. All your odds on Liverpool, all your odds on football, there's LFC Day Tripper specials, there's all odds on every other sport and everything else beyond that. As I always say though, gamble responsibly. Um, tonight we're going to have a look at Leicester, uh, the lineups that we think might happen, the, the score, the way the game might go, a little look back at Liverpool over the season so far and how we're getting on and anything else that comes into the chat while we're going. With me tonight is a good, good, good friend of mine. Um, I've been trying for ages to get him on, but he's an absolutely, extremely busy man. Jonathan Higgins, how are you, my man? Not so bad now. I'm not sure about the big intro, but there you are. How's how's all, Gav? It's all good. It's all good. Um, I don't think it is a big intro. I think you are a very busy man. You're very hard to get hold of. Um, I was nearly going to have to knock on your door and 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 say, listen, what what what's going on here? But um, look, Jonathan, you've seen the show before. I've spoken to you about it over. We we speak a lot, but. This is how it's going to go. We're going to have a look at Leicester, as I said. Me and you will throw a team together. We might throw a prediction together. The live chat is always quite lively. Anything that comes in on that, we'll, uh, we'll throw it out there as we're going along. So just first, Jonathan, I suppose, Liverpool so far this season, seven league wins from seven, true in the Europe, in the, in the, sorry, the League Cup, uh, back on track in the, in the Champions League, a European Super Cup won. It couldn't be really going much better, could it? Yeah, it's it's interesting enough. You you see Twitter sometimes, and you'd wonder, or do they remember different times that we both have experienced? It's a it's been a fantastic start to the season. Um, little wobble of Napoli. You can't really read read too much into that. If there's one game you want to lose, that's the one so far. Uh, sitting pretty on top of the table, and you know the most enjoyable thing for me over the we all know it's going to be a long course of a season, and we all know it's going to be an absolute juggernaut of a battle with the absolute power to be that is Man City and the attacking force that they have but so far so good and most pleasing for me is you feel like we're only in second or third gear yet yeah, you feel like there's a lot of improvements in the team we've seen 
small to small tweaks i suppose tactical tweaks more than anything to the evolution of the team particularly this season and the, you see them slowly slowly you've we've seen the kind of negative effects of them where we're a little bit more i suppose leaky at times but the pleasing thing for me is if you look at the bigger picture over the long course of the season, it's going to make a hell of a lot of difference to the games that we potentially, you know, we drew last season and squeeze a bit more. We just watch the way we press so much more. The line is ever so much higher. The most fascinating interview, if, if I, I think most people have by now, but Pep Lingard's um, pre-match press conference before the MK Dons tie was fascinating because he spoke, he gave a lot more away than Klopp did, but he spoke so much on the tactical side and the evolution, how he's driving this team forward. We, we saw Klopp do it at Dortmund, the way he changed and they evolved the whole way through. And you can see the step-by-step in coming in action here. And yeah, it's a, it's a very, very exciting time to be read, we'll put it that way. It really is. Uh, Hit him, Frank is on the chat. Uh, that's Ian from Paddy Power. He says, how are you, Gav? If anyone has a bet that they want to get priced up for tomorrow's game, just throw it in here. And Ian is keeping an eye on it and we'll price it up and immediately put it into wear specials for tomorrow. We have got a charity bet for tomorrow. I need some suggestions. We are off the mark with uh, Mane scoring the other night and Liverpool winning and, and getting corners and all sorts of stuff. So if you have a bet for tonight, throw it in there. And the best one, I... I See on the screen. I'll I'll give it to Ian and get and get that bet on tomorrow. And we'll try to um, we'll try we'll try get more money for charity come the end of the season. Uh, gaming with grape juice. What a name <laughs> on YouTube says even Gav, even Gav toughest game of the season. Think LFC will win three uh, one. Stephen Mack has asked about Christmas biscuits. I will come back to that later on. I promise. Um, I know Jonathan likes a biscuit. Um, we might have to be patient tomorrow, says Gaming. I'm just going to call him Gaming from now on. I can't keep saying Gaming with grape juice. I'll be here all night. But he says we might have to be patient tomorrow to break Leicester down. Kevin Sullivan's a bit worried that Klopp seems very reluctant to rotate. Feels like he doesn't really trust the bench. We, we'll have to wait and see. Um, Jonathan, just just looking at this, and I suppose that's a point that Kevin, Kevin's brought up there with regards to rotation. I, I had this feeling before the first international break that Liverpool would, would go you know, basically the Champions League final team, Baron Allison, you know, because he was injured. I felt that he was going to go with that up till the last international break. I thought he'd rotate a little bit more in this period, but he seems to be going as hard as he can at this. And now I've come to the, I think he's going to go as far as City, which would be the 12th league game. I think he's going to push these players to the limit right up to there until he starts really, you know, looking at the likes of Lallana or Shakiri or, or Kate, you know, getting regular starts. Do you think he's rotated enough? You know, it's hard to argue because he's he's won seven out of seven in the league, but would you have liked to see a little bit more rotation so far? It's a tough question, that. In an ideal world, I think you do because, it's as we all know, it's a long season. Add in the extra cup games, and we've spoke about it many, many times as well, but you add in the, the World Club tournament as well and the extra travel that that will have just before Christmas and coming into that extra heavy, uh, I suppose January, if we, if we are to look at the negatives of last season, it's that pace, just that little bit after Christmas where we kind of wobbled ever so slightly and felt a bit flat that, you know, we know that that situation is coming again. But then you look at it on the other side, Origi aside, um, you, you, okay, we've had Alison, um, unwanted rotation there because we call for it um the back four you know i don't want to be changing my back four too often if i can at all i want to keep that 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 back five ideally together uh front three 
literally is the cliche picks itself. You can make an argument for Rigi, um, but there isn't really many other, you know, it's, it's probably indictment really of our squad that, you know, there isn't really many other names screaming out to, to come into that front three. Maybe Shakiri if he, if he, but he's had his injury problems and he's been a little, I suppose, flat really since the second half of last season. It's midfield really where the only option where there is, I think, a potential to rotate or rotate even. And, uh, you know the way Klopp. We all know the way Klopp is his team set up, particularly when he goes with his bread and butter of the four three three. So we've seen limited, a limited rotation with, with the likes of Henderson, etc. But Nabiketa's coming back from injury. Injury. Uh, Lalana seems to be forever injured, coming back from Niggles the whole time. Uh, um, Chamberlain is a similar ball. So the reason, really, the options to come oh yeah no this game we can go here we can swap this out we have, haven't really had that luxury I suppose you, you have to disregard the, the, the League Cup tie against Dons in in that regard but you look at the fixtures you you know he, he very much has picked this first block and that's what you've seen in the performances really let's get over the line get these wins out of the way and then we'll look you maybe possibly look at the game, game where he might you know make one or two but there's going to be no, nothing drastic Klopp prides himself in terms of his sports science and his nutrition staff that he has to get players that are ready to go heavy to the mat. And, you know, he has his tried and trusted generals that he's going to go with. And, you know, it's very hard to, to see him edge from that because at the moment, being blunt, we don't really have that many options, I feel, to throw into a game. We've even look midweek, people are always crying out for Gomez, but you see the difference throwing someone in makes. Now, don't get me wrong, not all the goals were his faults, whatever, but it definitely did rock the boat a little. And there's a reason why Klopp goes with his tries and trusted and he, he likes to stay with him. And uh, I think we're going to see more of that for, for the next short while, anyways. Maybe when they get a bit heavy and players, the likes of your, you know, your navigators and your Chamberlains, etc., come back into it. You might see a little bit more flicking a bit more. He has a few more possibilities. But until then, I think prepare for more of the same. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm with you on that. I think, I think Gomez looked like a player that hadn't played a lot of football when he went on the other night. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think Virgil van Dijk was very good. Um, I don't think Fabinho, I don't think the midfield functioned very well from about 30 minutes on the other night. But I'm with you on that, and especially you hit a card when you when you talked about the World Club Championship or World Club Cup or whatever they call it. You can see that it's it's, it's going to have a big effect on us. You know, we're only getting one game cancelled over that. I think it's West Ham away, which will be moved into the new year, and we'll probably end up um probably end up being a midweek game somewhere in between Champions League games. All things being equal, unless we go over an FA Cup and so the West Ham, you know, that kind of way. But I, I, I would worry if we got... Now, up to City, fair enough, you're looking at a game against Leicester, an international break, and then you have United, Spurs, Villa, and then City, and then you could look at it. He may be going along the line of Jonathan of saying, you know what, I get into City, get that game out of the way where we're going full pelt, have a look where we stand. We could end up being... we could Listen, we could come out of the City game level with them, we could come out of the City game nine points clear them. You know, that kind of way, you don't really know, and obviously you don't know until you play the other games. But he may be looking at something then where you're getting into your, you're getting into your December fixtures and, you know, he's trying to, he'd start bringing players in and getting them a good run and go through that World Club Cup and hope to come out of the back of it where he's, he's leveled off with who he's using. So he has got a, a fresher squad going into January because I have, I said it to Phil last night on the show. I have three markers in the season, Jonathan. Um, first of December, um, I think first, yeah, first of December, first of January. And then probably around the 4th of April. 
and then you know exactly where you are. So it <coughs> it is a balancing act. But you made a good point. Klopp and his backroom staff are really, really good at watching players, how fit they are, their stamina, you know, everything that, that, that comes with being a Premier League footballer. Um, Byron asks, is there a winter break this year? You know what? When he asked that question, I thought to myself, I thought we had got a winter break this year. I thought there was something where there was going to be a winter break coming in 2019 no, I, I think it's just more that the fixtures aren't going to be as heavy. Um, right, you spread them out a little bit more. A, a, a little bit. I think we go, um, we, we, we still have, I think there's an extra week pushback. Remember last season, it was crazy where they piled them up over Christmas and then they kept on going to January. There's no break. They've just been a little bit more smarter, I think, with it. I think it's going to be less games on TV over the period, but I think by and large, I'll have to look at it. You caught me in the hop there a little bit, but I think it's, it's, it's definitely not a full break. Yeah, no, you know, he caught me on the break, but it's just when he, see, he caught me on, on a hop as well. And it's just when I seen it, I thought, yeah, I do remember something coming up about that. Kevin Sullivan says, if Jonathan is right, bearing in mind that some of the players have had, we may hit a wall. I think, I think he's going to get them going. I, I, I think he might get this until City, and I do, I do think it will level out. But look, we'd have to wait and see. Um, look, Leicester tomorrow. It was always going to be a tough game. They've started the season quite well, although they let themselves down in the one game where they should have went and won, and that was United away. They let themselves down badly. I think. The whole game is being hyped up a bit because of what happened with Salzburg during the week. Although we won, the, you know, there was, I genuinely think Liverpool just managed the game badly and took their eye off the ball for 15, 20 minutes and then went back and looked quite comfortable when I went and looked back at it, you know, the kind of way. But this one tomorrow, Jonathan, um, your initial thoughts on it. How do you feel? How do you feel this game may go? Just style wise, I suppose, you know, Brendan Rodgers going coming back to Anfield for the first time and stuff like that yeah I think the way the game has fallen as well there's four years to the day since the second since that Terry Henry grabbed tried to grab Jamie Carragher's crotch um, a moment they will ever forget and as even every, looking over my Facebook memories there from earlier just replying underneath it, it's time to bring Klopp in and how that has worked out hey but I, I think I think you are right I think a lot of there's a lot of emotive hype given the fact that it is Roger's first trip back given the fact that Leicester are, I suppose, they're doing quite well, but I think the fact that they're doing quite well is kind of indictment, really, and it's an awful showing on the on the likes of your Chelsea's, United's, Arsenal's, whatever that you know people are talking about. But the next to come in, don't get me wrong, Le- Leicester are a very good, dangerous team. I would I would suggest the way they have the potential to be set up against us, um, but you have to be confident. We're we're at home. Let's like old cliche. We're we're at home. We know what a lot of players there will know what Rodgers is like and what he's going, and it'll be interesting to see. Like he did some wonderful things at Liverpool, but his his downfall really was the fact that he couldn't, he didn't have the tactical nous in terms of doing the nitty gritty, dirty stuff to get over the line and, and squeeze things out. And we played one way, which was you know foot to the mat, start the games and blow teams out of it with the attack and strength that we had, and then we kind of just about steadied and got over the line and. Hence, so many crazy games and so many high-scoring games. It'd be interesting to see, does he attack it the same way or will he sit a little bit more cautious and reserved tomorrow? Um, they, they, they're side in decent form, but as you said as well, the one big test they had this season was at Old Trafford. And I, I generally thought coming into the game that United were there for the taking. And, and they completely belly-flopped. And look, we've seen um, since just how bad 
Um, United are like if anybody had the misfortune of watching watch them Thursday night, I only caught the end of it. Thankfully, no, but it, it, it was it was dour stuff. Like uh, I genuinely, I tweeted at the time. I genuinely thought that United were in the red because I saw this team absolutely dominant charging forward from goals all, all over the the opposition. And then a couple of minutes later, I realised it's actually the Holmes team home team wearing were the red so that was kind of a say what you want out of, out of that game um, like decent record against Leicester they're always exciting games we do quite well at them at home it's an interesting an interesting point and I was asked I think on a show before Salzburg about uh, Adrian's or sorry Adrian slash Allison and more so uh, on Allison's I uh, suppose so reintroduction into the team and my mind at the time was pretty clear that you know if we don't rush Allison back we wait till the United game after the international break make sure he's riding and come back in to, because Adrian was doing so was doing so well a little bit of wobble midweek uh, midweek there one or two hairy moments on the ball got charged down once I think in the second half just after yep. half time. Jamie Vardy is going to be looking at that and he is going to be licking his lips because he, he oh, is just yeah. going to be like, do, do, do. like a, like a gun, like a, a light out of a gun trying to go forward. The argument, that's the one argument for bringing Alison back. I know Klopp said today, you know, he might, he's back training with the group and he didn't really give a lot away in terms of his bringing back. That for me has, for what was a dead cert to say no wait is now a decision to be made. You think you're looking a bit more at his fitness and how, how he's going to cope. But, like I do, I do feel we'll have enough tomorrow. I think there's a lot made about this Leicester team. You know, they're a decent attacking team. Arguably, probably, I suppose it's, it's a conversation for another day. But I think this team is arguably better than the team that won the league. I think they have a bit more balance about them now, um, particularly in midfield. But have they enough to do? It? You, I'll rephrase it, and you throw it back on your head. I think if Liverpool and we play to to our ability and match that little bit of a work rate that they will have, I think we'll have enough to to win the game uh, tomorrow and 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 march on. Be interesting to see your thoughts on it. Well, the Adrian thing is is interesting, you know. And and I was talking to Phil last night on the show because Phil loves his goalkeepers, and I was asking him about. <coughs> excuse me, I was asking about Adrian and. I, I mentioned this block that you're talking about where he gets charged down. He, he shapes like he's going to kick along and he tries to be cute and play at the Gomez and it, it hits the Salzburg forward and just goes wide. And I said to Phil, he's had a couple of those. You know, I thought he was over after Southampton. He goes, no, no, no. He has one of them nearly every game. He has a hairy moment every game, he said. And Phil, Phil says, I, I want him to do it in the first five minutes and then we know it's out of the way. You know the kind of way? Um but I don't. I, I can't see Allison coming back. Not that quick. He's be, apparently he's been in decent training for about ten days now. Apparently he's been he's he's back in 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 the team training. I can't see. It. I can see him staying off international duty, and I can see him walking right through and, and being back for United. You have a great point with Vardy. Vardy will sniff anything out if if he even thinks that Adrian's going to um going to hesitate for a second. I think the instruction to to Adrian will be if Vardy is within twenty five yards of you when that ball comes back, you put up that pitch. Away. Uh, you know, I, no, it will be, it will be because the thing about Vardy is Vardy will, Vardy will kind of hang there looking, and, and the minute you take that touch, that's when he moves. You know, that's when he moves. If he sees any little sniff, that's when he moves. I, I agree with you. I think if Liverpool play to the potential, they'll beat anyone in this league. That's my opinion. They'll beat anybody in this league if they play to the potential, and I include Man City in that. Um, tomorrow. I, I have a feeling that if Brendan Rodgers looked at that Salzburg game and got encouragement to come to Anfield and have a go, I think it suits us down to the ground. 
Oh, absolutely. Um, that's, yeah, that's I, the I thing really do. Every, every, every opposition team now, isn't it? Get them out, get them to push up on us, and then, then we can go, because we'll smash anyone apart on the break. Yeah, yeah, and, and Stephen Mack does say there, Vardy is going to be all over Adrian. Maverick says, Adrian is a sound number two. Um, I see no need to play Allison at the weekend. I'd agree with you. Um, the only, the only thing that Adrian is not, doesn't put confidence in me is when he tries to be too cute. You know, just put it up the pitch and we, we'll go and win it. We're the best around at winning ball back. So that, you know, there's no problem there. But, you, you know, something, if it encourages Rogers to come on to us, um, I'm I'm quite happy with that. I really am. I, you know, I would have expected Leicester to come, not put ten men behind the ball, but sit quite deep and and be quite patient, and then look for the balls down the sides for Vardy to chase after, and maybe a, a Harvey Barnes backing them up, or, or Madison, or or indeed whoever plays. But if he's encouraged to come out as I fancy as I really do, they're a good side, Leicester. I like, I really like their, their fullbacks. Really like their fullbacks. Um, their one centre half, I think, is is he Turkish? The, the young, he's, yeah, the, the new kid. Don't yeah. ask me to pronounce his no, name. No, I'm not pronouncing his name either. Something like that. But um, yeah, no, he he he's a he's a raw, angry defender. Yeah, no, he's, um, he's really good, and, and he's been earmarked for the last year to come in because I heard um, Pete Selby, the Leicester fan. Um, on the Cop Table podcast last night saying that they'd earmarked him because they knew they were going to lose Harry Maguire. They knew it, you know, the kind of way. Um, I like that. I, I like that midfield. I like most things about them. I really do. But the United game, they were atrocious. And away against Chelsea, I think they get a one-all draw, I think it ends up. And they should be 4-0 down after about 40 minutes. They, yeah, they, they, they sit, they sit back and they were being opened up. And then they came out and had a go at Chelsea. It wasn't really working for them. They sat back a little bit, but they were much more potent on the break and should have won the game in the end. So it's very hard to pick out what way Leicester may play, may approach this. But I'm hoping that Rogers sees, you, you know, Rogers shoots for the stars tomorrow. Um, I really hope he does. And if he comes out and he has a go at us, I like they're going on the break. We're even better. You know, that, that kind of way. So, um, Maverick cleared up the thing on the break. It's a staggered break over the winter. So basically, they, they try to give teams breaks here and there and effectively you get a week off. Um, so that's the way that, that this, uh, winter break goes. But just looking at, we're going to have to talk teams and, and who you see starting and playing and stuff like that. What, what's your team for tomorrow? Um, I think he will stay with Adrian. Um, um, Joel is still injured, so it's going to be the same back five as Wednesday night. Is there, I, do you know what? Sorry, just to interrupt you. Matip is out. Is, is there any, I just heard Matip has a knock and he won't play. Is there any information on what the knock is? Is it, is it something that's, could it be a couple of weeks? Could it be, or is it just one of those things he's, he's not going to make a game this week? Have you heard anything think, on it? As far, as far as I know, it's just his, he's, uh, I think he was initially hoping to be back for the weekend, but it's just taken a little longer. I don't think it's anything right. urgent. I think Klopp said midweek, you know, if he, if he really had to play, he could have played him, but there's no read. There's no real read. I would give Gomez. I think Gomez needs another game, uh, particularly after midweek. Hopefully he's blown out the, the dirty diesel and, uh, we'll, we'll push on now. Um, it's a, it's a perfect game for, for him. I think against Vardy, you know, someone faster. It's a bit more raw. There won't be, there'll be less kind of subtle thinking. It'll be a bit more kind of roll of your sleeves defending, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing that Gomez is quite good at, particularly having experience playing fullback. Um, so yeah, so your, your back five, I think for me, will remain the same. I think Fabino is, is an essential. Then after that, 
it's where he goes after this that's all is the question. Does he bring Miller in? Brought him on in the second half midweek. Does he give him the game? He usually chops him in and out. Yeah. If so, does he give, give Henderson is a bit wobbly? Perhaps, perhaps he will go with, um, Mendler, Genie, uh, and Fabino, and then, and then the three boys up top. But, you know, the only, the only question really is, you hear a little bit of talk about Nabiketa. I think it's a little bit too much. I think I wouldn't throw him back in yet. I would, I would kind of hold him on for that guy to bring on for the second half if, if required. But I'd be, I think he'll go kind of tried and trusted. I think it might just be a, a, a switch really of, um, Miller for Henderson. And the front three is normal. Um, yeah. I, I'm kind of torn on it. I think, you know, there's no doubt you'll have, you'll have Trent Gomez, uh, Van Dijk and Robertson. I heard somebody mention, um, I've seen somebody today mention, would Lovren not be in with a show after Gomez's performance during the week? No, 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 no not for me. It's, it's one of those where, as I said, Gomez just looked like he, he hadn't played football in a long time. And look, I play golf and if I play golf today and don't play for, 10 weeks and I go out and try to hit a ball after 10 weeks I'm rusty you know that kind of way it's just natural it's just muscle memory it's all that so it's 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 just one of those things I agree with you I think Gomez will 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 come will come good after that game during the week it'll do him doesn't listen he didn't come out with shining but it'll do him no harm you know what I mean um midfield yeah it's interesting but having said that I think Henderson and Wijnaldum more than Fabinho, got a little bit of, not abuse, but there was a few negatives about him the other night. And I don't think Klopp's the type of manager that would, would be influenced by that and and drop them. I think he's willing to say, well, look, it wasn't really great the other night. You have to go out and prove it now. I think he stays the same, Jonathan. I think I think he's going to go Fabinho, um, Henderson and Wijnaldum. I think Milner will always be our four sub. He's always my four sub. You know, yeah, get him on. If you're win, if you're winning, if you're winning the game, he closes it yeah. out for you. If you're losing the game, yeah. he comes on and he's great tempo to him. He doesn't do anything outrageous, but he just does what he needs to do. He's always my fourth sub. Origi, could he get a chance? I don't think so. I think the front three will stay the same. But Origi's really impressed coming on as, as a sub the last couple of times. The way we changed that yes. system a little bit, and and the, when we've changed the system, he's had a really good effect. Uh, you know, you look at the rest of the bench. Will Alana be on it? Shakiri, I don't know if he's still out injured. Brewster has been Brewster's been in and out with regards to being on the bench, and that's probably because Arigi is available. So I'm actually going to go with the same team to start the other night. Uh, one because I think it's his plan, and two, basically telling the players the other night that wasn't good enough. You need to go out and redeem yourself, regardless of whether you won or not. Uh, Kevin Sullivan says he likes the balance of the four four two gives us when we well, that we finished the last two games with. Yeah, uh, but I think. On that, Kev, I think Leicester are definitely going to go with a three in midfield and they like to try hold the ball. Brendan Rodgers teams, they actually do like to be quite dominant in the middle of midfield and, and get at people. So I, I can't see us going with two in, um, I can't see us going with two in there. Uh, North Red says, no, 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 for Lovren. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely fine. Steven says, uh, Fabby Longlegs, uh, first name on the sheet. He probably is. Um, <clears throat> he got a bit of negative. Uh, press about this game the other night, but I find that when when the team loses its shape, I think Fabino's nearly the man standing in there going, "Hold on, wh- how am I meant to hold this, all this together?" You know, the way, like I, I'm doing my job, lads here, but you, you need someone needs to come and help me here. Someone needs to come and do something. Um, Maverick says he thinks that Shakiri leaves next summer. I have a feeling Shakiri might go in January. Um, 
I think the injury's fair enough, but even when he's available, he's not getting a sniff, is he? He's not getting a look in. Um, Jonathan, we're going for eight, eight out of eight. I said, if we get through this, uh, and we get into the international break, the United game is absolutely monstrous for me because we've gone there the last two years. We haven't been favourites, or we have been favourites, apologise, and we haven't played to our potential and put them to the, put them to the sword. I've said if we beat these, and we beat United, I think we go into City, um, I think that'll be what, 8, 9, and then you have Spores Villa, Spores and Villa is 11, I think we'd be going into um, City 11 from 11. Um, yeah, and that's the way you want to be going into that game. Yeah, you it don't is. want to give them a sniff, do you? No, um, they're at now, and we you can see, like I said it in the start of the season, it was the you wind yourself back to the to the community class slash charity shield, whatever you want to call it. But have you ever heard mind games for a game of that irrelevance yeah, in all your life before? When Guardiola's out straight away, the Champions League. I know it's the expression you see, and it drives me mad because it, it's 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 so overused, but rent free, but. Mm. Sadly, I have to agree, the Champions League and everything that, that went to it completely distorted and completely almost wrote away City's unbelievable achievement to claw back the league title. And then Liverpool took over and it just went nuts and it's got more and more and more in here. And you, how many times do you hear Guardiola referring unneedlessly to Liverpool in his press conference, etc., etc. So they're there for the take, and they're very much stirring them. This is killing them, just like the the, I suppose the fortunate nature of the goal against Sheffield United. That type of a win is killing them because we look, Gavin. We, we've been we've been following Liverpool. It's good times now, but I've seen enough dark days over the years. Oh yeah, you know you know how much results like that from your opposition's teams. You know how much they just rip rip at you and they just tarmise you almost. It's a, they're, they're really, really hard to take and Liverpool are doing that more and more and more. I think it's it's so key, it's it's so crucial to be going into this city city game at Anfield absolutely flying and put them under keep that constant pressure that's there and keep that little edginess uh, between them. You're right as well about United Look, United is always a huge game, but it, it can't be more, any more b- bigger. This really, for a number yeah, of reasons. But but if you if you look at United, right? I've seen I've seen some terrible t- teams, terrible Liverpool teams beat United when they're in the pump. You know, so any anywhere go any going to any United at any time, no matter how good, or bad, or, or indifferent they are, it's always a tough game. But I think mentally, you know, this one at Leic- this one against Leicester is mentally huge. Simply because one, it's before an international break, and we can walk out of this going eight out of eight, lads. Do what you want, right? Two, it's one of those games where we should have won last season in a snowy conditions and didn't. Okay, and then you go on to United, and it's the same again. We drew, we drew there nil all. I think it was last season, and we should have beat them. They had to make three subs in the first forty-five minutes. We should have dismantled them, and we didn't. And mentally, to go and do Leicester and go and do. You know, United, and then also go away at West Ham when you need to go to away to West Ham and do them as well. You know, there's certain draws out there that you take and you go, oh, you know what? It's a draw. I think we drew away to Arsenal and we and different bits and pieces. Uh, Everton, another one. But there's little markers there mentally for this team that can, and Klopp should be looking at and saying, lads, these are flying. But do you remember this game last season? We were one nil up after four minutes and we made a mess of it. Do you remember going away to West Ham being one nil up? Didn't play well. Do you remember when we went to United and they were they were all over the place and we didn't put them to the sword? They're the little triggers that you give players, you know, before games, and you say we're brilliant, but 
you need to put a marker down here. You know, it's against certain teams and you want to be going in there against City 11 from 11 and Anfield to be absolutely an uproar, like feral, you know what I mean? Just absolutely insane. You know, I'm basically saying to City, whether we're three points ahead of them at the time or whether we're eight points ahead of them at the time or could go 11 or 12, we're going in there and going to City, listen, this is us and we're not going anywhere, you know, that kind of way. Uh, Maverick asks, uh, would you take a point now? Absolutely not. I take a point no in way. no game, no game. No. Ever, um, I really don't. I usually, if I'm if I'm anyway hesitant, I'd usually put Liverpool down to lose. If I'm anyway hesitant, because I just feel this Liverpool side is brilliant. Um, Northred says, <laughs> "You like this, Jonathan?" Northred says, "Brendan's a wonderful, warm human being, <laughs> but but we're sending him packing tomorrow." A lot of a lot of people on the chat do um do do seem to feel that Liverpool are going to come out and, and absolutely go for it. I seen a comment earlier there saying, you know, the fr- the midfield three with with Firmino dropping off to an eye and Didi and open up space in behind there for for us to do some damage. That's not a bad show. Stephen Max says uh, OCD Pep is close to the edge. Um, we had a discussion the other night on one of the shows where I th- it might be me and Phil last night. Um, we feel that um, we feel that Pep Guardiola won't be. Uh, City's manager at the start of next season. Um, prediction. We have to give a score prediction. What have, what are we going with, Jonathan? Um, I've two scores in my head and that I've been humming on all evening. It really just depends on how the game opened up. Well, I'm only, giving, I'm only letting you do one. You're only letting me do one. Right, Absolutely. Well, let, 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 let's go for Brooke, then 3-1 Liverpool. 3-1. That's a popular score. That's a popular score. Um, Maverick again says, really need to, I think you're, I don't know if you're Maverick in disguise, because he says, <laughs> really need to get stuck into Leicester from the very start. No mess in 3-1. Um, yeah. A positive start. Like, it's, it's, it's the game, really. We've seen the evolution of the tactics and changed ever so slightly here and there. But it's a game, really, where you'd like to see just the heavy press, just that heavy start. Get into them straight away, because they'll fall then. I really do think that. I think it's just a case of matching their matching their energy for the first half an hour, uh, and then then we can grab a hold of the game and just play nice and composed. But I, I think I've no my my second prediction, one that are not prediction, the one that I was humming, the other score that's hung on in my head. You'd be glad to know was two one as well. So it's a, I'm predicting a win either way. Okay, um, Liverpool versus everybody on YouTube says uh, Gomez will be fine tomorrow. He just needed a warm up. Adders twenty five says two two. Uh, Stephen Max says four two. That's a score every single week. Um, he has Mane down for a hat trick. He always does it every week. Uh, Maverick says six points each from Everton, West Ham, United, Spurs, City, Leicester, and anything is possible. Um, yeah, again putting markers down on on you know teams that we 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 suffered against a little well not so much sports but we did against West Ham United City um last season so it is it is one of those Kevin Sullivan says he'd love a clean sheet versus this Leicester side it'll be a real statement he has 3-0 Maverick has managed to score first Stephen has asked about Christmas biscuits I am getting onto that that will be our final question I'm just giving Jonathan time to think what in the name of Jesus is Gav going to ask me about Christmas <laughs> biscuits I'm giving him a little minute just to compose himself if anyone else has any other special bets that they want to p- throw up there on the chat Ian is watching Ian will price them up and he will put them on the specials on Paddy Power I'm still looking through all the and I'm trying to pick one that I'll put on the special bet um, for tomorrow. And listen, we'll, we'll have a, we have another five minutes to go. If anything special comes up there, um, I will throw it in. But always remember, lads, 50 and 60 to one shots, we're, we're losing our mind on. If we can get, a, 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 you know, a short odds, a medium odds and a large odds, I will absolutely, you know, split them in three. I will absolutely... Um, 
split them in three and, and do what we done last week. It was, it actually worked for us last week. So keep throwing them in there for the last couple of minutes. My prediction, Jonathan, for this game tomorrow, um, I just get the feeling this Liverpool side, do you know the way they come back from adversity very well? Like Napoli, right? Um, like when, when they weren't great in the Champions League last season group stages, they always come back and found something and got, got winning again. Barcelona in the semi-final, you know, even Bayern Munich, when you look, when they, when they drew nil all at Anfield and people were writing them off. I have a feeling despite the win against Salzburg, they're going to treat that game, um, the other night like they drawn or the, or being defeated and they're going to come back and they're going to come back absolutely flying. I think this may be one of the best atmospheres you see at Anfield for three o'clock, um, in a long, long time. Uh, the return of Brendan Rodgers, although it being romantic, um, I think it might work against Leicester. And I really, I really rate them. I said it at the start of the season, they're probably the most interesting side for me outside of Liverpool to watch this season. And Spurs and are Spurs and United for different reasons there as well. So my prediction for tomorrow, I'm going to go 4-1 Liverpool. I think. Yeah. Okay. I, I wouldn't be surprised because you're, you are right in the fact that when you look back at it now, we didn't think it at the time. But give it blowing that three goal lead and then coming back is the perfect scenario because don't you know well Klopp will absolutely tear strips of them all throughout the week. Can you imagine being in that video review room? Oh yeah, yeah. Can you imagine, no, no. Can you, can you imagine all the things that he was saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. The the re- and yeah, I agree with you with the whole Rogers thing as well. I think it'll be you know Dougie Brown. He will and I ho- and he deserves a good reception off the fans. But on the flip side of that, it's it's it motivates you even more to roar. And you look at the even look at the demand for tickets for this game. It's 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 crazy. There's a it's a place to be. I fully expect the place to be absolutely hopping. And I just just expect that fast start. And you're right. And the, don't I wouldn't be surprised if we do score do score I do go even if I can get my words out and score four. Yeah, I just think if we come out and batter them. And say for them, say we go 2-0 up, they might get one back, or even 3-0 they get one back, we'll put up, we'll, we'll manage that game a lot better than we did the other night. And, and I always say it, when Liverpool manage games and actually slow it down a little bit, we, we're always looking for this heavy metal football they talk about and 100 miles an hour and go, 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 go. But if you watch when Liverpool slow games down, pass it and move it and pass it and move it and not so even probing, they're not probing, they're just passing and moving and, and floating around and players are changing positions. Chances open up. They really do, usually from the fullbacks getting in behind, um, because, you know, teams are being pulled left and right continuously for minutes and minutes on end. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to go a 4-1. Carl Duff has Liverpool to win and Salah to score two. Carl, I'm going to take that bet and I'm going to, I'm going to put it down as one of them. Um, I think I've seen somebody saying, yes, Kevo Sullivan says Fabino and Ndidi booked half time draw Liverpool full time. I'm going to take that one and I'm going to put it in. And then, uh, do you know what? Stephen, give us your bet again and I'll put that in again and we'll have a go at it. I'll, I'll put it down as a small bet. I think Stephen's bet is, I think it's always Liverpool 4-2 and Mane to get a hat-trick. I think it is that. So I'm yeah, gonna, you're not going to go with the tried and trust where we both agreed on both teams to score at over two and a half goals or something like that? Well, you, 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 you could do that, but I think that the odds would be very, very short on it. Both teams to score, you're guaranteed two goals there and the two and a half. If you were to put both teams to score and over five goals, you might get something out of it. But I think, I'll put those three down this week. I'll put those three down this week. Right, Christmas biscuits before we go, right? Um, you can take it whatever way you want. Christmas biscuits. Uh, cause I had a question the other night and I think it was Roses versus Quality Street. I went for Quality Street. 
what what um what what what's your what's your well, take on that roses are quality street? Oh, quality street all the way. I'm not a big roses man, I have to say. Yeah, even celebrate yeah, even look, celebrations over roses. Yeah, roses have gone downhill, haven't they? Yeah, uh, no, no, not for me now. Not, not having that at all. Um, they might be the old classic, but uh, not not for me. Yeah, yeah, I think they have gone downhill. Um, so the people at Cadbury's won't be sending me any any free stuff. Um, <laughs> they definitely won't. Uh, so there's no point in me going on on Twitter and telling them how much I love that product. Uh, they won't. They won't send me anything. Maybe yeah. Kiara or my Waddy will. I drink a lot of that stuff on the show. Uh, maybe if I start tweeting those people, they will send me some free stuff, but I'm not really going to bother, you know that. Um, <clears throat> both teams to score and over 2.5 goals is even. Uh, Steven says, throw a fiver on, on 4-2, Gav, for fuck's sake. I am. I'm throwing, I'm throwing a fiver on 4-2 for you, Stephen. Okay, I promise I am. <laughs> um, Christmas biscuits, though. Uh, uh, when I think of Christmas biscuits, I think, you know, the ones in the tin. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, the big, like, the kind of the, yeah, kind of so, the flowery stuff on them. Oh, Jesus, Kevo Sullivan's gone for the Danish butter biscuits. You can't beat them. <laughs> listen, Kev, they're the ones that end up as the song kit. Yamaha's song kit <laughs> after Christmas. Um, I don't know. Do you know what I do like? I do like, you know, the Foxes ones at Christmas. Yeah, the extra, the extra take chocolate cookies. Yeah, yeah, stuff those like ones. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm all, I can, I can deal, I can deal with that. Yeah. I'm into them. And to be honest with you, if they, if they just got rid of biscuits and stuff and just replaced it all with that lint chocolate, you know, like <laughs> the boxes of lint where you get the little, the, the little balls of chocolate and they have, um, they've milk chocolate, white chocolate and dark chocolate, just a mixture, stuff like that. Chocolate Kimberly says Stephen Mack. That's a great show, Jonathan. Chocolate Kimberly's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, again, again, I can manage that. You'll, you'll expose my, uh, my sweet tooth here, but, uh, yeah, no, I can, I can, I can deal with that. Yeah. Anybody to see, anybody that knows me or see me knows I have a sweet tooth. Although I've, I've been quite good this week, um, there's work going on in the background with regards to, um, my eating and, uh, fitness habits. So, um, more to follow on that. Um, yeah, Chocolate Kimberly's is what a show. You, but isn't it mad the stuff you buy at Christmas? I don't know why we're doing this, Jonathan, but let's talk about it. Isn't it mad what we do at Christmas when we start buying stuff like, um, snowballs? You know, those coconut things with, Jesus, you know, yeah, and, yeah. and we, and, and, you know, yeah, and people love after eights at Christmas. You know, the kind of way <laughs> you never think of buying after eights all year, except my wife, she loves them. But, you know, it's 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 one of those, isn't it, where it's just mad stuff like you buy at Christmas and you never buy it um, any other year. But I think we're agreed, are we? Foxes, foxes, dark, yeah, let's go with double let's chocolate go, yeah. biscuits yeah. at Christmas. Uh, treble, treble, double chocolate, big tick cookies there. Treble, double chocolate with, biscuits, yeah. With a good couple of scalds and you're sorted. Ah, well, you know what? Do you know something? Yeah, the tea is grand. I usually end, you know me at Christmas, Jonathan, it's cans, cans, cans. <laughs> the can is never too far away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, listen, we're out of here. That's the Fatback for Daily. I've kept uh, the viewers long enough. I've definitely kept Jonathan long enough. That's been 42 minutes of pure and utter podcast gold. Well, that's right. Tell me myself after every other show. That's it. Fatback for Daily. Talk to you tomorrow after the game. We will be live. Me and Matt, I think, are doing the show tomorrow um, at half past five tomorrow we're going to get it out of the way and then let you enjoy the rest of your saturday evening thanks again to jonathan for joining me thanks to paddy power as our sponsors remember you can keep messaging me with the with the bets i have the three bets picked for the special for tomorrow but if you need any other odds get on to at hit him frank on twitter and he will sort you out that's it talk to you in a bit over and out sports social podcast network